Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. The following podcast is rated M for Mature. So those of you who are easily offended can go fuck yourselves. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. beat yes we are if you cannot name that theme you are a terrible terrible person i agree do you I know what that, that is from hmm do you know what that is from i do not know what it's from no but i do recognize the song well it aptly goes eh, pretty much with our with our review today of phantom requiem for a phantom it's a awesome. mafia has to deal with the mafia and the mob and all that. So I was like, well, what better song needs to have an opening? The Sopranos theme. That's right. Ah, that's how I recognize it from. Okay. Very good. It's been so long since I watched the Sopranos episode. I used to watch that show when I was like in middle school. Before <laughs> half the, before we even had know what anything really means. It's like, all right, they're getting a blowjob. We knew what that is. But it's like all the like inside shit. Cause it was on HBO. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh shit, that guy got killed. Yes. Or watching, and, the, and and then there was the last episode. Uh, yeah, and then I watched <laughs> Oz, and uh, let's just say, yeah, <laughs> didn't watch that one. <laughs> that shit was raw. That shit was raw. Yeah, that, <sighs> that's that, that's what again I being a middle schooler. You know, ninth, uh-huh. eighth, ninth, eighth grade, watching Oz on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're so screwed up. Okay, exactly. I, I blame I blame them. <laughs> now everything makes sense. It makes sense exactly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what have you been watching? Well, been keeping up with Persona as best I can. I don't know if I watched any Last Exile since the last time we were on. Since we've actually been on like once a week now. Or I know it's, it's amazing. amazing. Oh, Jinx! Jinx, we can't talk anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I don't think I watched any more of that. But I watched this morning, um, Origin Spirits of the Past, which I hopefully will review, I guess, this Sunday. Um, and it, you know, it's one of those that is going to be my, probably the second or third one that I review that didn't quite work for me. So that'll be new. Uh, so most of the things I review I really like, I think. But uh, other than that, haven't been watching too much. Haven't watched any of the new stuff for this season yet. Very little of that that I want to watch. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been watching uh, a lot of new stuff because the new stuff started airing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start off with the show I w- was really anxious for, uh, Amagami SS Plus. I'm happy to see it back on the air. Uh, it's not a great story in the first episode by any means, but uh, 
uh, I'm happy to see it on the air again. And, you know, it's a very hit and miss show. So, um, some people liked it, some people don't. Yeah, I never saw it, so I can't say much. I don't think it would be kind of the kind of thing I would like, though. Honestly. So. Didn't interest me that much, ever. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's got its the, uh, tractors. No, oh, I guess I should say, since the last time we talked, I was on, um, I guess, Zach's show. Yeah, and we talked you. about Lane. So, yeah, I'll trying, to get, trying to get the Lane stuff started again, since it's actually a better show than Ava, and the fact that Ava is more popular is kind of depressing. Mm. But, uh, if you've wanted to hear us talk, talk about a very good series, but that well, is actually You very, talk about a good series. No. I'm us, not Zach about talked it. about it as well. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, but you're saying us as in me and you. Oh, no, I was saying us as in me and Zach. Excuse okay. me. Must be specific. If you want to hear me and Zach talk about a very good series that has been described as four people who thought Evangelion was easy to understand. Boring. Fairly accurately. Boring show. No, not really, but that's okay. Not a, definitely not an action show, but a very mysterious, thought-provoking show. Uh, you should check that out. It's good stuff. I've watched four episodes and I got bored with it. It's on my uh, plan to watch or whatever. Yeah, no, you gotta try to figure out what's going on. Thing. That's what's. And that's our part. Fuck, things just happen. Um, another show I watched that I was looking forward to: High School DxD. Hmm. No interest in that one. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> All the guy talked about was boobs, and even when he was dying, he's like, "Oh man, I wish I would touch a pair of tits." Yeah, it's like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that show had a good premise, and then like they pissed all over it with fan service. Yeah, I read the premise and was like, "Nope." Well, fan service is interesting, but then it's like, okay, fan service everywhere. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what else? Did I, I think watch? Yeah, yeah, there were only like two. I think what were the two shows that I was interested in? I think another was one of them, or something like that. And the one about the guy that uh, went through, went from Rome to Japan through a bath or something. Yeah. Which sounded very That hasn't aired yet, I don't think. Hmm? I don't think that's aired yet. No, I don't think that one has either. Um, what uh, else have I watched? But, yeah. But that, oh, those are about uh, the only two, really, that I think interested me. Oh. Kill Me Baby. That's the other one. Going through my Facebook feed going... I know I wrote articles about these on my blog, yeah. but the blog being down right now, so I can't go look. Uh, <laughs> Kill Me Baby. Oh, my God. Show is awful. And if you like awful. four, if you like four coma stuff, you'll probably like it, maybe. Mm. But it's pretty, pretty awful. It's not very funny. I mean, the same joke of the assassin being scared of simple everyday things gets worn out really quick. And, uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't what I, you know, for a show that features an assassin, a ninja, and things like that, they didn't play that up at all. It was just three girls having fun at school. Did you watch, yeah, Knees Among Tori, I can't say that one, but that one might be interesting, but. Um, well, I haven't watched anything else yet. I did start watching the first, like. Ten minutes of uh, I know not say or not to 
De Maderu. Yeah, what's that one in English? Uh, Waiting in the Summer. Okay. Thank you. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I just found it. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, mm-hmm. Waiting in the Summer. And the whole reason I want to watch that now is because the same director who did, uh, was it the same director? Is they had created some, creator of Onagi Teacher and Onagi. Thank Spence. you. Yes. Okay, I was right then. Yeah, the the creator yeah. of Please Twins and Please Teach the Please Twins and Please Teacher. Two shows that I didn't like. Oh, I love Please. <laughs> I love Please Twins. Yeah. Uh, Please mm. Teacher, not so much. I actually ended up buying that. At Best Buy, as one of those like Bandai Anime Legends boxes. Uh, not my kind of show. Either way, I really liked both shows by him, and I didn't even plan on watching it until I reread. It was like, oh, from the creator of this show. And I was like, oh shit, I'm watching it. So I watched five minutes of it, and so far, a spaceship had showed up, an explosion. He was knocked from a bridge, and then he woke up, and then I was like, okay, I'll watch it a little later. <laughs> And then finally, I just got a copy of uh, "Listen to Me, Your F- Listen to Me, I'm Your Father" or something like that. That show. Yeah, I've gotten more worried about that show. I have too, but seriously, Singaku Complex is the only location where I've seen any criticism to the show, uh, anything well, I, related to you know to any criticism. <laughs> no, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying there's only been one outlet where people have raised concerns of like, hey, there's this lolly stuff here. But, on the other hand, yeah, is it very risque? Yes. But on the other hand, I mean, what do you do? You gotta watch your kid, so. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I'm just saying. Uh, There's I, a three-minute part of Recorder 2 runs Deseru up. No. I don't know if that one interested you at all or not. No, hell no. And all from what I read about that, all they do is show, like, the, the younger kid... Mm-hmm. Being arrested by the cops for hanging out with his friend who's like eight and him having to explain, No, I'm really eight. I'm not twenty one, I'm not a pedophile. Yeah. Nope. And, not yeah. interested. That's like the running gag of the first yeah. episode is what I've read. So I am not watching that garbage. I mean maybe yeah. it could be funny, but it just seems like you run that premise into the ground pretty quick. Like where can yep. you go from there? Well, you can do it with the, the one who's 17 and looks like... Well, no, exactly. And not but I mean, like, again, you ran that in the ground in episode two. Now yep. what? Exactly. So. Well, you can get my yep. thoughts on what I've watched so far on uh, my blog, blog.boring.me.uk. Cheap pop, cheap plug. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's that. Uh, but yeah, this week, or today, this episode, now, here and there... Blah. We're going to review Phantom, Requiem of a Phantom, from Funimation. But we got some sad news to report. News that is such tragedy, such uh, as this. But the tragedy needs the a bumper. The world is ending. The world is ending. Exactly. But it needs a bumper first. So, I can find the bumper. We, we need, like, the uh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, from from Chicken Little. Yeah, there you go. Since all these people take these things way too seriously. Well, it could be big, intimidating news that we're not mm-hmm. talking about yet. Okay, here it is. Ladies Here's and gentlemen, awesome. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. 
Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. All right. So yeah, that shocking and horrifying news we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sucky. So, uh, Bandai is closing up shop in the United States. Yep. Um, so basically what it means is, as of February, their releases, no more. Uh, in terms of new releases. So stuff like Ghostsick and Nekoju, things of that nature. Um, not gonna be sold, in, you know, not even coming out. Um, the good news is this, though. The releases that's already out, so stuff like Haruhi, uh, Lucky Star, all the Bandai properties that are out in America aren't going anywhere until the licenses expire. So let's just say Lucky Star has a resurgence. And everyone's like, oh my god, Lucky Star, we gotta buy it. And they run out of sold copies, or, you know, pressed copies. Uh-huh. And it says, no problem, we'll press some more and get them out. So why anybody would want to buy those, I don't understand. I'm just saying, okay. shut up. People like <laughs> God, you're such a jerk. Um, so yeah, that's kind of shitty. Um, so basically what it turns out to be is Japan has basically said, well, Americans don't want to, you know, don't buy the shows in singles anymore. They want them in a box set. All or nothing or half. And Japan doesn't want to play. Bandai basically said, we don't want to do that. Yep. And so they don't think it's worth spending money on. And marketing to anymore. Which is what's going to happen. People stop doing it. And eventually we're going to get to the point where nobody can make money off of um, making good shows. It has nothing to do with making money. It's a matter of collectors like myself who like buying the DVDs or the Blu-rays. There's right. going to be no more physical goods. See, you know, right. videos being sold. You, watch, you be, watch them online now. People do. But I don't want to fucking do that. Fuck that shit. You get <laughs> compressed garbage. And what happens if the license gets pulled? This is what bothers me about this whole online streaming thing. I like Netflix because I don't have no vested interest in what they have. Is it cool when an anime comes up that I want to see? Sure. Or a TV show or a movie or whatever. But I'm not purchasing stake in that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying I want to watch something. Whereas, when I buy an anime DVD or Blu-ray or anything, I'm saying I have a vested interest in this property. I feel strongly enough that I want to spend my hundred money on it. And if I want to watch it ten years from now, it's in my friggin' living room on my DVD shelf. I can pull it out with no strings attached and watch it. That there are not enough people to that want to do that anymore to make it profitable. No, so. it's Japan trying to push their shitty-ass model down our throats. And American oh. consumers have said, no, we're not going to fucking do this. We don't want to, we don't think you're, you know, there's no demand for that. Right, there's not enough demand to for Japan to make the kind of money that they want to make off of it, so they're not going to do oh, it. Oh, it's Bandai, not Japan. Bandai, but yeah. But, yeah. but no, and that's, that's what pisses me that's off, what though. Happens. People why, aren't willing to why, pay for it, it goes away. But why is it all or nothing? That's bullshit. That's business. It is, that's very well true. But so, for the first time, 
Um, nobody's blaming piracy. Well, openly. Well, come on. Give me a break. I mean, yes, there's always going to be piracy, but come on. Yeah, because we can't get laws passed against the institute that we need. Oh, shut the fuck up. I don't even want to listen to that. <laughs> but, so you're yeah, saying we should crowd our prison. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So you're saying we should crowd our prison system for nonviolent offenses that some you downloaded a music file or you downloaded one episode of an anime. You should be thrown in jail for several years oh, at taxpayer no. expenses. You, sh- you should be fined. And the they already do that. Do it, and the places where well, that's what they should do. They already and do the it. Places and the places where you do it from should be blocked. So Why should they block? It? Why should there because be censorship? Because pe- all people are doing on them is piracy. All you're doing is doing things that are illegal. Places. That's the same thing. You do the same thing for things that have uh, child porn on it. You block. The child sound. porn and piracy are way two different things. Agreed, but they're both illegal. Piracy isn't hurting a real person. It's hurting the people who make the material. Oh, and bullshit. getting the money from it. They're just not it's getting more than they think they need. And to which you have the right to get as much as you can get. Ah, anyway, okay, let's get back on topic. Mm. God, send this motherfucker hate mail. Fuck. I'm sorry. I am against piracy. It's illegal. Period. Yes. But you you don't have the right to watch something unless you pay for it. It is not a right. It is a privilege. To watch something. People put their tar in time making it. They should be rewarded for it. So. Anyway, back on topic. Capitalism is about getting as much. Not Capitalism is not about getting as much as you need. And this is what pisses me off. It's about getting as much as you can. See, and this is what what really pisses me off, though, about this whole Bandai thing. Is, uh, what was it, two years ago, they did a, uh, what was it? I think it was a worldwide release of a show called Kurokami. A god-awful piece of shit show. Um, but basically it was, they stripped the Japanese, so basically what happened is, they launched at the same time they did in Japan as they did in America, or something like that. But they stripped the Japanese language track from the, uh, from the Blu-rays and DVDs. So, reverse importation could not take place. Yep. That's when you know Sounds these good. companies know that they're that even the Japanese are like, what the fuck? We're paying way too much for this shit. Well, then they should stop buying it and buy it when if and make them pay less. But the uh, but yeah, I mean, you have the right to not uh, allow people to buy the American people to import Japanese people to import it from America. Why you have you have that right? Why? Because you have the right to set what your stuff, what your what your stuff is going to be priced. But again, and you're saying. You price it at. But again, you're saying that supply and demand right to set their own prices. I'm not saying the prices, but I'm saying what? Why can't I? Why can't Japanese Makoto call up his friend Rob and be like, "Hey, Rob, uh, Funimation just released uh, the complete collection of." Um, let's see what they, Martial Hearts. Mm. <laughs> that wildly popular show. But it costs $20 in America, but it costs $600 in Japan. How about you buy it for me and send it to me and I'll pay you the money? What's wrong with that? Because you have the right to set 
that in separate markets, what you want your price yes, point to be. But how is it and hurting? It, how is it hurting the Japanese? Because then you're pushing the price down in the other market. But that's what they are doing. There's a you lot of people who the buy. The people in Japan don't have the right to buy it in America at a lower price point. Why? Why isn't there their right? The internet exists. You, anybody can go on Amazon.com. Do things with it. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should be able to. So you're saying if I can get a computer cheaper in China directly, I shouldn't if, be able to get it through Dell.com. If you're buying it and if that price is only for things that are bought in China, yes, that is what I'm saying. That's you should fuck, not be man. able to have a friend buy it for you in China and send it to you. That's now, fuck. if you're buying it on a website and they're sending it to you from China on the website, that's fine. That's exactly what's happening, though. If, no, if your Makoto, friend is buying it. No. Prices, are, prices if, are set at different points in different markets. If the average Japanese person goes, well, let's see, hmm, 75, you know, 7,500 yen or what's it say, $75 for two episodes on Amazon.co.jp, but get the entire set in America on Amazon.com where Amazon will and if, and if send Amazon. it to them. will send it to them. That's fine. But the companies have the right to make them what they sell in America different to combat that. Markets are different, and you can have different price points in different markets. Yeah. And that's fine. The know. companies have the right to do that. Uh, I see. The company's still making profit. The company's still making money. They're, they are regardless. out to make as much money as they can make, and that's the way it should be. So basically it came down to, they said, the pricing range for our products dropping in Western countries, and people tended to only buy sets with very reasonable prices, which we understand is what fans want, but it led to us uh, led us in a different strategic manner, basically. Than what the licensors wanted. Yeah, the licensors, so the licensors wanted are to like make more money off more of money. it than they were going to be able to make in America. So, and the then making none fine. is fine if they'll eventually say, "Well, we have, should have some, and that's better than none." They decided not to make that choice. That's their right. Ah, still, I think you're hurting. Stupid. The fans. Oh yeah, they're hurting the business, and they're being stupid. But people have the right to be stupid. And you can't, you shouldn't save them from it. I mean, if they end up going out of business in Japan because of stupid shit like this, Japan should not bail them out. But we're getting way in politics now. I should probably stop. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, yeah, Ron and Paul, 2012. Exactly. Even that. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It, it sucks to see Bandai leave. It does, uh, because there's another person out, out of the game. Yeah, and it basically only leaves Funimation and Sentai. Uh, Funimation, and Sentai, Sentai Discotech, Niz. has that really high price point. That's yes. That's what they do. Sentai does, and then we have Niz America. Again, they also have the high $75 price points. Right. Um, and you know what the funny thing is? I read rumors the reason why what broke the camel's back was K-On not selling. The K-On singles... I think tanked. And yet the funny thing is, guess what, guess what gets released next week? 
have no idea. Okay, on the complete I'm collection, mm-hmm. Anime Legends bundle for like 30 bucks. Yeah, and that's why. I mean, people were waiting for that. Basically. And they stopped buying the singles. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot when they released these sets. I bought them. I bought the singles. Right. Well, I bought a single. I haven't bought the other one because I've been too poor. Yeah, not many people did because they were, you could, why, why do that when you can wait and buy the set later? But now this is the same company who is selling Gundam Unicorn for $50 an episode and it's selling. Which I don't understand, but that's okay. I mean, like, because it's Gundam, it's, you know... Yeah, as as I say, I don't understand. But, um, yeah, I I don't know, it's just, it's just, uh, it sucks for American fans. And, like I said, the thing that bothers me about this whole moving to online thing is we still are very dependent, independent, you know, very dependent on what the licensing company wants to do and what the company, like, Funimation or Bandai wants to do with with the files, you know? There's been tons of instances where these DRM solutions come down the pipe and then, oh, we went out of business. You better convert all your files. So after this date, you won't be able to use them again. Sorry. Right. You know. And that's, and that is the problem with streaming. But the West, the way things are going to go, I think that, um, the even music, I think, is going to go that way. And then you know, Crunchyroll and Netflix, these are going to be the kind of ways things go. I don't want them because it's, if, you if, can't, you know, here's the other thing. Want, here's the other if thing. If you want something that is, you're going to have for a long time and not have to be stringent on those things, you're going to have to pay a really high price point for it. And you're going to have to only, only buy that way then less stuff. How Which is, is okay by me because I don't buy that much stuff anyway. Yeah, because you don't support the industry. No, I do. I just only buy the best things. I'm not going to buy something I don't really like, and I'm not going to watch again. See, and that's the other problem, though. What has been released in the last 10 years that have been like, holy fuck, I need to purchase this shit? Last Exile, Ghost in the Shell, Lane. um, Okay, shows from the 2000s. Since what? Shows from the 2000s. Everything you've listed, I believe, has been from the 90s. Okay. Shows from the 2000s? I don't know. There you go. But this is the other problem we anything. have. There's this problem is, then. Stuff has not been any good. They've been That's releasing otaku bullshit. You can exactly. buy My Little Sister Isn't This Cute or whatever. Right. And fucking Sentai. Who the but fuck I'm not wants gonna, that? I'm not going to buy stuff. I mean, I know, there's a, I know there's a big fan base, but still, it's shit like that that isn't marketable to... I think what it is, is these companies are expecting the same profit as in Japan as they do in America. And Americans are like, uh, first off, it's tons smaller than your market in Japan. Right. And the anime industry in Japan is pretty small. You know what's funny, though? Doing some research on this stuff... I found an article from 2005 in the New York Times about how companies want to get in on the 400, they called it the 400 billion dollar industry, which I beg to differ. Well, they're probably including, uh, streaming. They're probably including- Well, this is, you know, sorry, this is 2005. This is like during the heyday of Pokemon's. Well, yeah, maybe at the very last bubble. Cards, they're including other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is at the very last, like, very last, 
like tip of the iceberg of anime in its heyday. Mm-hmm. 2005 was like, okay, we're past our prime. Um, but I found it funny. Uh, anyway, my point though is I think the Japanese licensing companies are like, well, if you're not gonna take what we give you, then you're getting nothing at all. F off. You guys aren't, you know, you guys aren't, you know, I don't know. If you want to say and like, they, they have the right to do that. It's not gonna win anything. Everything's fans. bullshit. Not- I'm not going to make. I think you're money. hurting everything in overall. I understand you don't want to release stuff just to release stuff because obviously there's money and people and you know people's time. People need to get paid for their time. You know all the bullshit mm-hmm. that comes into doing a release. On the other hand, they brought up a very interesting point that I hope takes off. They licensors themselves can do this stuff at a bare minimum of releasing subbed anime. Not dubbing it, but just resisting the straight sub. Mm-hmm. But then again, they've already proven that they don't want to fuck around with a re- reverse importation. So there again, there goes that alley of, of right. If you and if you and if you sub, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, because things like turn subtitles off, boom, save sixty five dollars on the one release. That you right. Wanted. But I think right, whatever writes it, right stuff has an arm. I think that does some some of that. The yes, they they do. Yes, they have an. I have a licensing arm called Nozomi Entertainment. Nozomi, that's right. And yeah. now they so released with Funimation, Nozomi, uh, Niz America, and Sentai Filmworks. There's also Discotech, which is a. Uh, Never a, heard of them. And there's Media Blasters. Mm. Well, which, Media Blasters hasn't released anything new in years, though. They're kind what? of a they head company, aren't something. they? They release. Stuff every now and then. And then there's Aniplex. Aniplex uh, will license stuff as well. They licensed Dora da da da. They licensed uh, uh, Media Blasters. I no, who did Media Blast? No, Bandai did Code Geass. Yeah. Anyway, and and, and about the only thing that I'm gonna miss from is that they did. You know, these were the people that did Ghost in the Shell, and that was good. Um, but they're not Genion. Jineon was the one that did the shows that I really liked. Yeah, so. but Bandai releases... Bandai had a whole slate of releases this year. You know, they were actively pursuing licenses and getting them out. Mm. I just... Uh, it just pisses me off that... It's sad. You know, it's like, it's well, you know, stick... But we are in an right That's it's exactly it, though. But it's been... The economic downturn has been going on for three years. Mm-hmm. Probably I mean, it's nothing new. I mean, Here, depression was 20, you know? Yeah, so. but still, but, I mean, we're not that bad. But, not um, yet. well, anyway, here's what I understand. Why can't they keep, you know, what it sounds like, too, the licensors not wanting to play ball. That's what it sounds like. Because uh-huh. here's, here that's would be my argument if I was Bandai. How about we produce less discs? And, well, you know, once that run is gone, then we will see how it goes, how the demand is. You know, make it where they're kind of doing this with uh, with Madoka Magica. Well, the problem with that is, is the month, the, the no, cost is it, not in the pressing of the discs. Yes, it's that the cost is in the making of the show and the marketing. Oh, but come on! Thing. You're gonna tell me that you didn't get fucking money from advertising? You didn't get money from Japan TV for wanting to carry the show? You didn't get money from oh, the yeah, fans selling but the, it? But, but We're an afterthought. The discs is not expensive. I know so that, not, but okay, I'm saying okay. though, 
America, any other country, I guarantee you, is just added revenue on their books. They're not paying for, hey, guess what, kids? My little sister can't be this cute on DVD. Let's stream it on fucking ABC. Let's put those shows on ESPN. Let's put those commercials on TBS and all the other really expensive. No, they're not doing that. They're getting their advertising costs by online word of mouth and by people in America who said, hey, I like that show when I watched on Crunchyroll. I'm going to buy it. But, like, you know, this advertisement that's on Anime News Network right now does cost them money. Yeah, but not much. Uh, I I think, but, and I honestly think Anime News Network isn't going to be like, well, fuck you, Bandai. We're not going to run your shit. No, it's a hand in hand thing. Without Bandai, Anime News Network goes down the drain, and vice versa. I, I think Anime News Network does make a lot of their money off of the advertisements that they put on. Oh, I'm not saying that. They don't. But I'm saying, though, is I don't think, you know, their advertising cost is going to break the bank for something like Anime News Network. And I don't think Anime News Network is going to be like, well, we're not going to play ball, Bandai. You're the number two or number three licensor in America for American anime. F off. No, well, no, that'd no, be no, no. Dumb. I mean, they're not going to not run their advertisements, but they are going to charge them for it. And I, I saw, I mean, I don't think pre- making less discs is going to solve the problem. The problem would have to be them accepting less profit, which is never going to happen. Yes, but there's realities you have to think. And like I said, I think we're an afterthought on a lot of these companies. When have you seen an anime and they're like, this is just for Americans? Never. Tiger and Bunny? Well, no. I say Tiger and Bunny just happens to have good crossover appeal. Same like Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop did horrible in Japan. Well, not horrible, but like compared to the success in America, it's like night and day difference. And I do think they are making things, making shows now that they think will work well in America. And I think we've become a very important market for them. I mean, maybe. Who knows? And we're just speculating here. By no means do we have any insider information or any of that. I mean, we'd probably love it if we did. I don't even know what Bandai's stock price was in Japan. I have no idea if they make how much of their money comes from showing the stuff in Japan and how much comes up from in America. Obviously not enough that they can lose the money that they were making in America and still survive. Yeah, and I mean, like, hell, Bandai was like six people. Literally. Bandai was six or seven people. Had full-time jobs. Yeah. Bandai America only had a handful of full-time employees, and the rest were contractors. You know. Not too surprised. So it's not like they were like this behemoth of, oh my god, we're... We're putting an office over their head. We're we're hiring tons of departments. We're doing this, this, but, this, and this. But those six people, they, you know, they probably were not making as much money off of what they were selling in America to keep those six people. And either way, we can blame the licenses on this. I think. I oh think, yeah, certainly. You know, because I mean. I, I don't know. Oh, I, we'll just move on. We spend a lot of time on this issue. Yes, we have. Um, <laughs> so. There is also an. A, yeah, the fun gets funner. There. What's that? Yeah, it's a funny one. Even Media Blasters isn't doing well. well this is, yeah, this is hilarious. Of their staff. Yeah, so again, another company is on the skids. Now, Media Blasters has come out and said, like, no, we're not holding releases. We're not doing this. We're not. It's just like, look, we're. 
and this, I mean, this sounds like it's a lot of people, but it's from 15 to 5 or 6. So yeah. 60% still here is like maybe 10 people. Yeah, and they continue to releasing titles like they were. They're not yeah. canceling anything. Um, they just came out with Squid Girl Season 1. Uh, well, we're coming in March, apparently. Uh, you know, so it's like they're not, they're not, uh, you know, going under by any means. But, um, I, I don't know. I just, they're, oh, yeah, okay, they're including the Blu-ray version of Kite. That's pretty cool. It does suck. It does suck. So yeah, they are, and there are, they are actually licensing new stuff still. Okay. Cause they, yeah, they licensed Squid Girl. Yeah, and that's a show from last year. Yeah. Which um, I have no desire to watch. It's cute. Way. It's cute. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and like, you know, it seems like a lot of people are like saying, well, the down client, the decline of anime isn't so in, uh, North America. It's in transition, or it's in evolution, or it's evolving. Like they say, it's evolving. Right, to streaming. Yeah. And I think that's probably true. But they, they, I'm sure they get much less licensing cost when they put stuff well, on Well, yeah, yeah, it doesn't cost nearly as much as to run a server. And right. say, here you go, pay us $10 a month. Right. And I I don't know. I just, as a collector who spent a lot of money on anime DVDs, I feel kind of betrayed and I really, but here's the thing though. Here's my thing. I don't make enough to warrant the prices, including no guarantee of getting English subtitles. That's a damn luxury. There's animes that you can buy from Japan Direct that have the included English subtitle track, but it's far and few between. Yeah. And I can't justify spending $30 to $60 for two episodes nope. of a 12-episode show. Which is, which is why Hell, I don't... I had money... That's why I don't keep track of what's com- coming out in Japan, because that way, if there's something... I mean, there's stuff there. There is... Oh, shoot. I can't forget the one... There's... There was a show that I saw at a con once that was coming out in Japan and has not been licensed here and probably never will be. What's that? That I'd really like to see. What show is that? I I don't remember what it is right now. Uh, It's it's older. But that's why I don't keep track of that stuff because I know the things that I want to see, if I don't know about them, I don't miss them, you know? So that's yeah. why I keep more track of only of what's going to be coming out here. But that's also that the fun part, though. Okay, anyway. Eh, let's just move on, though. So, yeah, Funimation, or... Sorry, uh... Just, yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah. so... Good news is the remaining... The remaining... Uh, the remaining news topics here. Um, Made in Japan, which is another spin... I didn't have no... I had to go look these up. I was like, who the hell is this Made in Japan... It's a spin-off of Sentai Filmworks, which is a spin-off of Section 23. So, it's like three layers deep, as it's made in Japan. <laughs> it's literally called M-A-I-D-E-N, Japan. Hmm. I was like, who the fuck is this company? They're one of the many, ca- many basically the many spin-offs of ADV. Um, they've already got Polyphonica TV and Crimson S TV. Um, so, uh, Made in Japan said that they're going to bring this 12 episode Shinok- Shingoku Sokai Polyphonica Crimson S television. Oh, it's one. Sorry. The way they wrote it, it looks like two. Um, they're releasing that. Uh, it's a fantasy visual novel software. Uh, and there were some novels, and they turned into an anime. 
anyone buy it? Fucking doubt it. Um, and then Sentai came out with their own news of, oh, man, we're going to release a show called Moto to Love Rue. Because that first one must have did enough good sales to warrant it. Um, so it's the second season of, or the sequel, I guess you could call it, of the Two Love Rue franchise. And, uh, yeah. Huh. Evidently, the guy that wrote this directed the series, kind of, yeah, supervised the scripts written by himself, Tomoko Uboko. Yeah, so evidently the scripts was written by somebody who was involved in Anzumango Dio. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. But he also wrote Strike Witches, so I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) So that film works. Is this any good? No. Uh, I saw the first season, but it was a very tough watch. It was just fan service laden and a lot of entendres and situations and. So it's not Emmons Manga's IO then? No, fuck no. It's Mm -hmm. fucking otaku bait bullshit. That's too bad. Sentai Filmworks also licensed Zero No to Schema FTV anime series. Uh, basically it's called the, vil- the, the, the Familiar of Zero F. The fourth and final television anime series based on a light novel series. Um, what, so it's gonna get a subtitled release later this year. Crunchyroll announced on Friday that it was gonna stream the series in North America. So it's, here's the thing. This is the fourth season of this show. And they're releasing it. Um, no one ever says anywhere if they're going to release one, two, or three. So what the fuck, Sentai? Whoa, so they haven't released one, two, or three yet? Not I that I'm aware of. Those before. You would think. I, I, uh, not that I can tell. I may be wrong on that, though. Hmm. ADV voice actress revealed in the IMDB as a plaintiff. So basically, a bunch of people got pissed off at IMDb for for uh, adding information that they had provided them, and they're suing IMDb. So ADB Studios voice actress uh, Junie Hong, she was in Street Fighter, Bubblegum Crisis, Tokyo 2040, uh, Super Dimensional Fortress, older stuff. Um, she revealed herself as a plaintiff suing the Internet Database. Website for posting her age. <laughs> Next sentence. The four-year-old Vietnamese actress revealed her name in a new court filing on Friday after Amazon, IMDb's parent company, requested that a federal judge order Hoang to amend her complaint to include her name. The search database contains, prof- contains profiles with ages and other biblical, biblical, graphical information for many film and television actors and production staff. Hong filed the lawsuit in 2011 after IMDb posted her age based on credit card information from her subscription to IMDb Pro. Now that is low bullshit. When I read that, I was like, okay, that's bullshit right there. Sounds like it. That's like, wow. Um, the Texas-based actress claims that she has experienced discrimination in Hollywood based on her true name. Why? Why does it matter? Oh, well, in Hoang, Hollywood, Hoang. Hoang. people in Hollywood are crazy. Fuck if I could point you out for anybody else. Just rename yourself to something else, and there you go. True that. True in the that. past, 
she had chosen to consume, consume, there, conceal her name to prevent age discrimination. Hong acted in the Dysfunctional Friends, the Ginger Dead Men 3, Saturday Night Cleaver, and the Custom Mary live action film. <laughs> so fucking C-rate films. She made a couple grand, probably. Nah, I think she's just trying to get money to get money. She's probably poor. Problem. A lot of people in this stuff are. Yeah, very true. Aha! There we go. I found the one that I want to relicense that I saw that they're never going to relicense. What? Deno Coil. D-N-N-O-C-O-I-L. Oh, that's still out. You can still buy that. That's a very popular anime. It's been licensed in America? Yes, I think so. I swear it's been. And that's a relatively new show. Yeah, if that's been licensed in America... I think it... How do you spell D-E-N-N-O? D-E-N-N-O-C-O-I-L. Yeah, I saw that at a um, con. The con I went when I met a guy that did uh, Hanuma Rinbei. Oh, so I mean... Hmm? Uh, Okay, no, it never got licensed. Yeah, I didn't think it did. Okay. Because I was looking for that one. That's been a very popular one people want, though. Yes, it is. What's it about? It's a good show. Hmm? What's it about? I've heard about it, but... Um, I'd have to look back. Yeah, People are... It, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's kids, there's... Oh, wait, is this the one with the one with they, they, they sleep in the sleeping bag and... No, that's newer, I think. It, it's, it's a lot... It reminded me of the... There's like a girl, she's always in like a futon mattress. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Let's see. Um, D- Dino Coil is it's it's a bit more about there's uh, okay here we go. Uh, okay, thank you, Anime News Network. Let's unfill Japanese. The first piece of information about the top secret project here has just been. Uh, here we go. Shoot, I found it. Eleven years after okay. the introduction of the internet-connected augmented reality eyeglasses and visors. Yeah, uh, Yuko Organo. Whatever, what her last name, moves with her family to Dusaku City, the technological center of the emerging, emerging half of the virtual world. Yuko joins her grandmother's quote unquote investigation agency, comprised of children equipped with an expert hacker, a powerful, oh, yeah, they, virtual they tools and powerful pets, basically. And they're kind of, they're not real pets, they're like virtual reality pets. But it leads them to some bigger conspiracy. Yeah, a computer virus and emerges. And the <sighs> and it might be that this augmented reality stuff is some way the government is you know hurting children or something strange along those lines. And it 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 reminded me of a little bit of a show I didn't like, whose name I don't remember either. Uh, one where they were in a video game, and there's a ton of them, but. Yeah. Uh, but it, so I wasn't, did not expect So no, here's my question. But the first few episodes I saw with the con weren't very good. Um, okay, I need to submit that, okay. So if this show was licensed in, like, the UK, mm-hmm. would you buy it? If. There's shows that you can buy from, like, B-Train or, or Manga UK, shows that haven't been released in America. Would you if, say. If, if I thought it was legal, yes. Why wouldn't if it be legal? It, if it seemed to be, you're giving money to the, you're giving money yeah, to. No, no. I mean, if it company. had not been released here, and I could afford the prices that they were releasing it for in um, England, I might. 
Okay. But if it had been released here and in England, but it was at a lower price point in England, then I don't think I have the right to import to reverse import it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Niv America has. <laughs> you're not going to catch me in something like that, especially when I'm studying for the law. You're not doing anything <laughs> illegal. You're just choosing to purchase your product through a different company, through a different means. I'm, I am not sure how the laws on stuff on that work and are written, so I can't say that you're not doing anything illegal. Holy shit, I but, wish I had but, like a law book right now. But the um, companies have the right to make it so that people don't want to do that. Uh, so this America... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shit. This America licensed Brave 10. In a ninja action show about ninjing. It's sort of yeah. it's and a it new... Didn't, you know, it's supposed to be a retelling of somebody in the... Uh, imagine the legendary adventures of the ten brave warriors assembled by the warlord Senda Yukimura in the yep. year 1600. Boring. So it's like in memory imagining their own history. Yep. Doesn't interest me much, I don't think. Another... Uh, yeah, I just started airing here. All right, all right. So you're ready to move on because that's a lot of news yep, time. Ready to move on. A lot of news. Nearly, but yes, 50 you minutes. Know, Funimation licensed Dino Coil. I will buy it. Okay, <laughs> talking like that won't fix anything. What? Talking like that won't fix anything. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it will. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to co- what do you want to do next? You want to get right into the review? We could, or we still have our What the Fuck of the Week that we need to do and our DVD picks. Ugh, fine. We spent nine million years. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. We're doing a service. We're telling people what they should buy. We're telling them what they... That's illegal. No, All it is right. not. Legal for us to tell them what they what we would buy if we had money. All right, you're... Okay. We will do that. We'll okay. We Where is the forum since he doesn't? It's on the main page. You have him on the main page now? All right. Oh, no, he this has a link to not. it. Oh, okay. This is like a weekly thing. You should have this like bookmarked, man. Yeah, I should. I should. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Holy shit, it's already the 17th of January we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, if, like I said, you want it now, get it now. There's Star Driver, Italia more. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Redline, because everyone's losing their shit over that. So, get get Redline. It's a show about okay. racing. It's a show that was all done with cell animation by hand and it looks crazy ass good and it looks even better on blu-ray apparently i've only seen a couple clips but i'm gonna check it out cool now yeah i don't think he has this linked on the first page because i still can't find it (laughs) it's at the very top it says dvd release schedule ah anime release schedules above where it is forums okay interesting yeah I'm just, you know, incapable of using the web, evidently. Today. Yes, you're slow. There we go. All right, 117. Uh, we got Italia. <laughs> we can pass on that. 
We have Star Driver. Ooh, the girl who leapt through space, which doesn't interest me at all. What? Cosmo the girl who leapt through space. The same guy who did The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm gonna, well, I haven't seen it either, but I'd check it out. I'd oh, buy it. Yeah. Just, I like The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Yeah, I did not. Like the girl as who much as I thought I would. I, own, I happen to own The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, but I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. First Squad, The Moment of Truth, Princess Resurrection. If I had to buy something this week, it would probably be Redline. But there's honestly not anything this week that I would say is worth buying. Okay, then. Let's move on. Uh, yep. What the fuck? I can't say any dirty words. Really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonds are beep. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. Alright, so what's your, uh, what the fuck of the week? <laughs> oh, okay. I was choosing I am naming this Zaldar's What the Fuck of the Week. Yeah, you really should, since you don't choose them anymore. But, from Sengaku Somplex, evidently China has built a 30-story hotel in 15 days. Uh, I'm not staying in it, because it's <laughs> probably going to fall Is down. Is it made of popsicle sticks? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to fall down in maybe 15, you know, three. But, that's, that's disturbing to me. Um, oh, yes. And then there's this 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 one is actually real news, but some Taiwanese students were evidently studying in Japan, and supposedly they came to study anime. Whether that's true oh, or not, whatever. I uh, you know, I don't think anime has anything to do with this. But they were um, killed while they were in Japan. Uh, and then and here's what the fucked up part is: they catch the, the guy. Yeah, the police arrested the guy. And he kills himself in the police car with a knife that he had. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Isn't like number one rule: cuff <laughs> him and then search him. Someone when you arrest them. Don't they have reruns of cops in Japan? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> Evidently not. And then this is great too. Chu Chan is outraged because evidently there's a shojo now that's all about people who are. Um, have, you know, no arms okay. or legs. I will bring you up to speed on that. It is a visual novel game created by 4chan. <laughs> yes, so there you go. And they're all pissed off because it's a school, like, one of the girls has no arms. It's a school for, like, disabled s- students. Right, but the visual, I mean, the visual novel is you're trying to figure out which one to have be, sex with. Right, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Why can't so it be I different? I I mean, if they can have lollies, why can't they have disabilities? Yeah, Come I don't on. understand why that's... Why can't these people be flawed other than they have an eye patch or amnesia? Yeah, F-tails I mean, it would memory. be discriminatory not to make one, I would think, or to make one I and say, no, I don't want to be with you because you have people other than Japanese and 2chan are doing it. Well, so, let's see, what else? No, nah, we're done. School DXD no. is the season's sexiest, evidently. Yeah, there's boobs everywhere. Exactly. All right, let's get into the review because we've spent a ton of time. All right. Phantom. Requiem of Phantom. Started out as a visual novel. Then it was a pick your own adventure game entitled Phantom of the, Inf- uh, sorry, Phantom of Inferno. Released by Nitro Plus. An awesome gaming company. In the year 2000. The, the most- game hasn't been released in the US, has it? Yes, it has. It was released in 2003. 
Awesome. And this thing has been so popular, it just got a re-release on the Xbox 360. An updated re-release. It looks amazing. It looks fucking epic. Um, the game was turned into an OVA. And then in 2009, they were like, we're going to turn this shit into a 26-episode anime. And that's what happened. So I say this show can be broken down into four arcs. I'm going to mainly talk about the first two. And I'm going to talk about them slightly. Because this show has a lot of plot twists, turns, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. It's best you watch it yourself and be surprised. So, like I said, I'm going to try my, try my best to avoid spoilers, but I can't be certain 100% that I will do that. The show opens with a young man waking up in a room. He doesn't know why he's there, and a group of people behind glass are watching his every move. Eventually, he breaks out of the room, and he's attacked by a masked girl. He is told to go full out, and he finally gets the better of the girl, to the point where he's like going to stab her. The boy is then given the chance, or excuse me, the choice to join the crime syndicate known as Inferno. You know, a cool sounding gang. They are called the United Nations of Crime Syndicates. I think crime syndicate is just a fancy word for mafia. Or yakuza's. Basically the biggest, baddest people out there. The boy is told to either join them or die. So, yeah. Doesn't take a rock scientist to start what he did. No, not really. We wouldn't have a very long show if that was the case. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, I'm going to die. All right, click, done. All right, pack it up. One episode, ten minutes long. The girl's revealed a... What the hell? Why did I write it like the? The girl is revealed as a young, as a young girl. God, that's some great writing there, uh, Rob. <laughs> about the, I meant to say it was uh, the girl is revealed to be about the same age as the boy. Her name is Ein, the German word for one. Mm-hmm. And is given the boy is given the name Zuel, Zuel, the German word for two. I can't speak German. The crime syndicate. No, I can. Okay. It's Ein and Zwei. Zwei. That's it. Zwei. 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 Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Sure. Took German in cool. There you go. Lyceum. On the Universität. <laughs> the crime syndicate. German, German for high school and college. There you go. Uh, the crime syndicate kidnapped uh, Z, what's called, it's easier to say. And he raised his memory because he witnessed a murder that went wrong. Uh, he ran. Ein is known as. Uh, he ran away. Uh, and figured that he'd make a good fit for the organization. Ayn is known as Phantom. She is an assassin and given a unique mask, uh, and she is considered the best killer in Inferno. Ayn and Z are put order in under the order of a crazy, much older guy named Master Scythe. He is like a mad genius who I believed uh, trained Ein. They really don't say the backstory on him too much about how they met. Uh, but it's like uh, she was like kidnapped as well or something. It, it goes in later and more. I just don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, he's very creepy and he uses Ein's for his own devices both professionally and professionally and, and personally. It's kind of creepy. It's a creepy master-slave relationship that Ayn and Scythe share. So somewhere in California, they don't really mention where, I think it's supposed to be like L.A. or something, uh, 
um, which is where a lot of the stuff happens. But like somewhere in California, there's a small bunker where Ein strictly trains Z in the use of guns, hand-to-hand combat, the art of assassinship. Is that even a word? <laughs> I don't know. Assassinship. It should be a new word. That's right. We just made a new word. We're we're just like um, uh, Colbert. We make new words. Exactly. So a lot of it is uh, the very first part of it is him coming to like realization, like how can I be a killer? You know, how can you feel cold and dead? And slowly he is stripped away to that feeling. Ian uh, is very cold and very standoffish, uh, personality wise, and she keeps herself, but slowly she opens up. We then learn why Z, uh, we learn, then we learn why Z, he's a 15 year old Japanese tourist visiting the United States. Like I said, he witnessed a murder by Ayn, and then is chased down, and instead of killing him, they believe he would make a good assassin, and that's where it kind of ended up where he was. So I don't know why I said that twice, even though I did. Uh, there is another important character named Claudia. She's a blonde bombshell who is the third in command of the organization and takes a shine to Z. She even goes as far as giving him his passport back and she's saying, no, this is exactly who you are. This is oh, where you is live. Oh, this is who I am? Thank you. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so it turns out his name is Ragey, and that's what I'll be referring to him here on out, because, yeah. It's easier to say. Um, Sly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... She's like manipulates him. She uses him sexually as well, but she's like uses him for his own devices, and even offers him to like. She's like, you you can walk away now. You you can go away. You can go back to Japan. I will let you do this. But for some reason, he stays, and that reason is Ein. Um. So the first arc hits a very large high. It's like holy shit. Cool stuff is happening. And in the end of all, uh, Reiji is left by himself. He's on his own now. He's, he's still affiliated with Inferno, but he's not so, he's not under anyone's thumb. Uh, he's kind of his own man now. He meets a very young girl named Cal Devins. Uh, Cal's friend was murdered. Uh, I think it was like a murder gone wrong. Like she wasn't supposed to be murdered or something. It's like an innocent hit. Um, God damn it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. My my word document like scrolled way too far down. Um, so basically, it turns out that like Cal has a shit ton of money stolen from Inferno, and out of naive thinking of her being young, thinking that he could pay. She could pay Ragey money to help find the killer. So she's like this, you know, naive justice rules all. You know, I want justice for my friend. Um, she, so apparently she's supposed to be 14. I actually did research this because she's drawn like she's nine. She's very young looking. But apparently she's supposed to be 14. Yeah, but that's anime for you. That's but still, she has like no boob or nothing. Yeah. Like, there was nothing here to, like, think she was, like, 14 at the time when you meet first meet her. No. Um, but that's anime for you. Yeah. 
The storyline was great because the character of Cal is at first a dis- is first kind of trusting but distrusting. She's like, "I'm gonna put my faith in you, but I'm doing you a favor because I'm paying you money, and that's my, you know, string to keep you know for me to have you around." But, um, but you can also tell she's egging for someone to kind of reach out and care for her, and that's what kind of what really happens. Um, Cal and uh, Reggie start working as a team, uh, Cal becomes very interested in what Reggie does, and at first he tries to keep her away from it, you know, he's like, you don't want any part of being an assassin, it's not glamorous, it's not great, you know, I feel cold inside, I feel dead, you're the only real light, you know, that makes my life worth living, you know, a very nice, nice speech, but sure enough, he starts training her. Out of necessity, because Inferno starts going after her. So, it leads to much darker things. I really like this arc. Um, and then once again, we find out Reiji by himself. Um, it's, it's funny though, it spins off into like a high school like romance show. But there's always something more darker right around the corner. And there's a lot I haven't talked about of what's going on. There's always three to four sub-stories going on along with the main plot of uh, Reiji, Kale, and you know, all the other characters. Um, so if this sounds interesting, you need to watch the show because I've given you just a little bit and it's, it's a lot to go off of. Um, like I said, there's a lot I haven't talked about. There's always like three or four sub-stories. Uh, and what's funny about this is the first episode really isn't that great. And it actually took me about three to four times to actually start watching the show. And to finally be like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And get in, you know, and, and take a chance on it and watch it. But once you definitely gets going, it brings everything together really well. And, uh, at the end of each arc, it's very satisfying, like, good moments that keep you hooked. Um, and, uh, I got lucky. I had to watch a show on Netflix. It's still on there. And so it didn't cost me anything to really watch it. Uh, as far as the dub work, because it was a Funimation produced show, obviously they dubbed it and, um, being on Netflix, so they do for net, for, for Funimation anyway. Um, the cast they chose was like perfect. Every character, Fits the role. Um, Ayn is a quiet speaking person. Cal is a cheery, bright character. Uh, Reiji is, you know, this cold, you know, character. The, the people they chose for each, for each character was like spot on. Um, the other characters as well, they're all perfectly suited, you know, even if they're not main characters. They're also voice, uh, I would, yeah, I would say, um, I would go and say this is on, on par with like a Cowboy Bebop dub. And I think you're doing yourself a disservice not watching it dubbed. Uh, the artwork, again, is, uh, fantastic. The character models, the guns, the cars, the backgrounds, they all look great. The show being produced in 2009, it's no surprise in the quality. I mean, obviously it's done on computers. The even better news, is to this point, 
It looks so good. They're releasing it. They're re-releasing the show on Blu-ray. Huh. So, I mean, they're not going to release a shitty looking show. No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) The only downside I can think about this show is the fighting scenes sometimes get really over the top. The whole Infernal Organization... (laughs) The whole organization of Infernal as a whole is a bit much as well. Um, I'll start with the fight scenes. Uh, per usual, we'll see a large number of enemies versus Ayn and Reiji, and they'll just take them out no problem. Well, yeah, they've been you know. highly, highly trained, yeah. right? Um, but then if it comes to like the rival, but but they're also fighting like rival syndicate, you know, syndicate, uh, syndicates. Mm, so they should be. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it'd be a little harder. A little harder. Um, but then at the very end of the show, there's this mega, mega fight scene that is just crazy over the top. But it was still fun to watch. I mean, this is trying, this is trying to find nitpicks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, What's the, uh, did you see, oh, I want to say, uh, the show where they use, in the first episode, they use a ship to take out a... Um, That's Black Lagoon. Black yes. Lagoon, yeah. Are we talking Black Lagoon over-the-top fighting scenes here? Or... Mm. Because that was... I mean, you're using a boat to take out a helicopter. So, That's pretty much over-the-top. Basically, it, it gets crazy because... um, Not really spoilers are going to hurt the show. Basically, the whole... Basically, Master Scythe created clones of Ayn, and they use like, Ayn's and Reiji's data to, like, make the clones better. And he makes five clones called the Number Sisters, and they're all named, you know, three, four, five, six, and seven in German. And they're, like, just these faceless. They all wear the same mask that the Phantom Assassin does. And it's just kind of crazy, you know, um, just like that, you know. People get shot for... You'll see the squabbles of day-to-day Inferno, and, like, key characters will get killed for stupid reasons, and you don't get told why. And I'm not just saying, like, people, like, may, may, these people may not always matter to, like, why they're being killed off. But you'll see when someone just gets shot, it's like, um, okay. You're dead now. Really no rhyme or reason. Other than, like, do we don't trust you. You know, it, it's sometimes kind of weird. Um... I also sometimes find it kind of hard to keep track of the people. There's not a bazillion people that you need to worry about because each arc does a good job of keeping the key people you need to remember uh, relevant. But, I mean, when you're getting near the end, it's like, now there's this guy and that guy and this person and that person. It's like, what What did you do again? But I mean, there's like a very nan- nan- tangible nitpicky things. I'm just trying to find kind of faults, you know what I mean? I don't want to be like, this show's the greatest thing ever. Holy crap. Nothing's wrong with it. But again, I also watched a show like six months ago, five, six months ago. So, you know, everything's not really fresh in my head. But what made the show for me was the ending. You will never forget the ending. And to me, the ending is what makes the show. You can watch an anime and be like, yeah, the show was pretty good. And then the ending can fuck it all up for you. This ending is satisfying, but yet it makes you go, you're so connected to the characters in the end, the ending is like, it makes you think about what the ending is and what happened, you know? It's not just like, and the show ends. 
No, you're left like wondering, like, okay, this is interesting. And I'm not saying like a cliffhanger or anything, but it's just the way they end the show is something that I will never forget for a show that um that I've watched, you know. The the show's twenty six episodes, it does a great job of making you care about the characters. You get you get emotionally connected to them. It does an awesome job at that. Awesome. Fandom brings a little bit of everything to the table. You've got your violence, you've got drama, you've got a love story, um, for good measure. And, uh, best of all, it's well written. The, uh, combine of all the elements make a great story. And, uh, you know, sometimes it may not be a little over top, but still, it's really fun. And every episode, you're like, this is awesome. How can they top it? And they do a damn good job of doing so. Not every episode's like a winner, but you're not gonna walk, I guarantee you're not gonna be like, oh, I never watch episode 10 because it's so boring. You know. Hmm. Cool. Sounds like I might have to check this out. Oh, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Alright. It, go watch it. Five out of five. <laughs> nice. For a show that I was second guessing and be like, eh, uh, watch it. So there you go. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Yep. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh, just to say first, so Sangaku was saying it was because of piracy that Bandai was closing. (laughs) Fuck you. But that's Sangaku, so. (laughs) So somebody was piracy. Reverse importation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I take everything I read at Sagaku with a huge heaping grain of salt. Oh, yes. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other...